Joining the chorus, it's time for another North Melbourne Footy Club update with Dean Vasic and special guests on Hashtag Kangaroos. Welcome to another episode. So today I'm just going to uh, do an AFLW preview of North versus Richmond game on Saturday. Uh, it's been changed to 2.10pm now. It was 3.10pm, which is throwing a bit of doubt for me personally uh, to get to the game now. So 3.10 would have been perfect, but um, I will see how I'll go. I'll definitely try and get down to support the girls. Uh, I was, I am uh, joined by Lauren as well, an AFLW Richmond supporter. So I'll get to that interview uh, soon. I'll just catch up on a bit of news um, that's happened probably the last few days or it's a week. Um, Yeah, I'll uh, do that now, actually. So, yeah, there is a match sim game on tomorrow at 9.30am at Arden Street. So you can get down and watch uh, the boys um, just play an intra-club match, basically. So... Yeah, well, and um, yeah, if you do end up going, uh, feel free to uh, send me a message on uh, how uh, the team has, or which individuals have performed as well. So, yeah, um, obviously, uh, the first pre-season game is only a couple weeks away. So, yeah, and I think that's against Melbourne. Um, I'll, I'll have to get back to you on that. So, I think it's against Melbourne at Casey Field. So, yeah, well, uh, yeah, against the reigning premiers. So, that, uh, that'll that be interesting to see who we select and... Uh, who who plays that day? Yeah, who plays? I guess that day. So, I'm uh, I'm struggling already at the moment. Um, there's been lots of media attention in the last few days on Jason Orn Francis. Uh, he seems to be taking his stride. Uh, I think we still got a temporary expectations. I know we, we're very high on him and everyone's high on high on him, and we, we all want to give him the double Dutch rudder. But yeah, look, we just got a temporary expectations at the end of the day. He's a kid. He's only 18 years old, and he's he's handling it pretty well. Um, he seems to be handling it pretty well, and. A lot of the players are already talking him up, and yeah, like Nick Larkey uh, in an interview last week was talking him up. So, yeah, um, I, I'm just going to temper expectations on him. I still think he plays. Uh, he'll play round one. I don't think there's any question of that. I know there's talk of him, um, maybe you know, starting the reserves. I don't think there's any chance of that. I think he plays round one, and uh, and not because he um, he 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 hasn't uh, earned like. Is because he is the first uh, number one pick. Uh, it's because he, he has earned. Uh, he, he is in our best twenty-two. Basically, he has earned his place in the team. So, yeah, no. Hopefully, uh, he can uh, fulfil on his potential uh, over the years. Not just. Uh, I think everyone's probably expecting him to hit 20, 20 plus possessions, kick three goals in round one. I'd, I'd love to see it, and it's possible. But um, I'm yeah, I'm definitely gonna. Um, temper my expectations a little bit and that goes for everyone in the pre-season I mean everyone is flying at the moment you know you've seen Tristan Cherry I think uh, David Noble's talking him up about being the best three or four um, performers at pre-season but at the end of the day look I, I know we want to get excited about Tristan Cherry and there's a lot of talk in a in a group I'm in about Tristan Cherry possibly taking over Todd Goldstein you know halfway through the year at the end of the day, I don't see that happening. I mean, he's not going to be in our best 22. Uh, I think that's a bit of a pipe dream at the moment. He's not going to get a game with Callum Coleman-Jones. We've we've spent a lot to get Callum Coleman-Jones, and he's doing really well in pre-season. And, and Todd Goldstein's one of our best ever ruckmen, and he's still, you know, based on last year's form, he's he's going to be, he's going to be, you know, pretty good. You know, he's he's still going to be, he's still going to play a big part. I think. Look, I've been saying this for a while. I think he he's, you know spends more. T- 
less time in the ruck and more time up forward because he can be a dangerous asset up forward and Callum Coleman Jones. So it might be a 60 40 split. He spends 60% of his time in the ruck and 40% forward because I think the club have uh, tremendous faith in Callum Coleman Jones that he's going to be a very good ruckman. So, yeah, Tristan Cherry, I'm hoping, you know, if, if, thing, you know, I think if things are going really well for him in the reserves, and he's dominating like he did last year, and you know, he, and Todd Goldstein has fallen off, uh, which can happen at any time. Then, yeah, no, definitely he, um, then yeah, he, he gets his opportunity and uh, takes over from Todd Goldstein. But uh, I still, th- I still think Todd Goldstein will have a good year this year, and uh, unless there's injuries, he's down in the pecking order. So we'll see how we go. Um, Ben Cunnington it was at training last week. I did mention that the other day at the podcast. Um, it was obviously yeah good for his um, mental mental health as well. Obviously going through a bit, and he, it would have been nice for him to get down and see a few of the boys. And it looks like he's lost a bit of weight, and that's going to happen with uh, the chemotherapy he's going through. Um, but yeah, look, um, you know, it was it was good to, uh, to be around his probably second family. You'd have to think at the moment. And other big news is Taron Thomas has signed on for an extra two years. Obviously, out of contract at the end of the season. Um, but, uh, so, obviously, it's good to get in for another two seasons and sign him up to 2024. And you'd have to think that uh, next contract after that will be a pretty big one. It'll be in, uh, you know, in the millions. So, yeah, I mean, he probably wouldn't be far off, you know, two years, you know, probably over a million dollars anyway at the moment. So, um, yeah, it's obviously good to sign him up for a the long term um, and that's pretty much all, all I've got as far as news goes at the moment so I will bring on Lauren now and we'll do a bit of a preview of the AFLW uh, game against Richmond on Saturday Alright so I'm joined by Lauren an avid Richmond AFLW supporter so Lauren how's the Richmond season uh, been going so far? It's been, um, it's been very interesting Um, sort of started off really, really exciting with that first game against the Saints and some really strong showings um, against Melbourne and Frio, of course, being pretty top teams. Um, It's been a little bit tough. Uh, We've obviously, we've had quite a few significant injuries, Mm. um, which, you know, unfortunately is a part of life, but um, definitely significant losing Harriet Cordner in particular was just... uh, Pretty devastating, actually. Yeah. Um, but overall, I've I've been really happy with it. I'm I'm a bit of a positivity princess, so yeah. um, <laughs> always pretty pretty happy to look for the for the positives and things. So yeah, I was I was really really happy with um how our showings against some of the top teams have been really good, and yeah, yeah just seeing things as they've gone on. Yeah, no, that's uh, nothing wrong with a bit of positivity. I like hearing that um, because you can you can be short-sighted and just look at the record. Oh, we've only won one game, but I mean, you were more than competitive against Melbourne for most of the game. Uh, they blew you out a little bit, and I think it was the third quarter. I watched that game; it was, it was a great game, probably the game of the season, really. And you've had some uh, high-scoring games too, haven't you, guys? Like, oh, yeah. girl, you've sort of kicked over thirty points, which is a fair effort in uh, AFLW. So I think, like you said, there's a lot of positives. And uh, unfortunately, last couple of weeks you've been uh, hampered by injury, and I'll, I'll see this week that uh, you're missing a few more players, aren't you? Yeah, so we've, we've lost, unfortunately, lost Hannah Birchall for the season. She's been great yeah. on the wing. Um, Laura McLennan as well um, is done. I'm not sure about Kate Dempsey. And I'm yep. not sure about Tessa Levy this weekend either because Bendigo Spirit and the WNBL are playing at the same afternoon, evening. Oh, okay. So I'm not sure which which uh, which way Tessa's going to go, but um, <laughs> I 
kind of wish we had cloning technology and we could just each have a Tesla lady. That'd be great. Yeah, you might have to talk to Austin Powers about that and sort of uh, see if you yeah. can uh, yeah, find a cloning machine or something like that. So <laughs> see if you can find a mini me or something. Or, or something like that. So, yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, it makes it a bit tricky, doesn't it? So, yeah, it's, uh, we'll definitely find out where our priorities lie. Because I mean, we'll find out the teams tomorrow night and, um, yeah, see see how we go with that. So just talking about that, I mean, it sounds like um, like your forward line has been a bit of a strength this year with the, some of the high scores. I mean, I know you only kicked one goal last week, but before that you were kicking some really good scores. So what are, what are some of the strengths and weaknesses of the Richmond team? They've done a really good job because we've only had um, Courtney Wakefield been missing for for most of the season as well, and she's a real like key target in that forward line. And yeah. I think this year, um, losing Sabrina Frederick at the start of the season, they really looked at a forward line that was going to have sort of our tools as as Courtney Wakefield and yeah. um, and Katie. And Katie Brennan's been amazing this season. Yeah. Uh, so she's she's got the record now for consecutive games with one or more goals. No, okay. 11 games now yep. um, with her one goal on the weekend. <laughs> and that's been really good. Um, and getting some goals from some unexpected people as well. And um, and Monconti, who actually kicked her first goal for Richmond um, well, against Melbourne. So oh, I don't right. think people necessarily realise that that was her first for Richmond. But, um, yeah, so that's been good to see a bit more from her as well in, in the forward line. And, yeah. yeah, it's been a good – it has been a good part of it. Um, and I've been really impressed with our defence. Um, they've really stood up. Uh, Becca Miller has been just fantastic um, in yeah. our back line. She's great, tall, rebounding defender, and I was having a look at some of her stats today. Um, yeah. And from last year, she's actually improved. So last year she was averaging 157 metres gained with oh, wow. her – and from an average of about eight disposals. She's yeah. now averaging 12 disposals, but she's actually up to about 250 metres gained. Oh, so right. she's really, really come along. Um, and in the last couple of weeks with that Harriet, both she, uh, Sarah Sansonetti and um, Maddie Shevlin have been doing a great job coming off yeah. the halfback there too. Yeah, oh no, that's no, that's really good. See, look, just um, I'll go back to your forward line before we talk about your, a bit more about your defence. Is it... Um, yeah. Look, do you think uh, it's the way you girls move the ball as well? You move it with a bit of purpose and speed that uh, it just opened up a forward line a bit more rather than actually like slow ball movement with long kicks. Um, has that been – have you found that or is it just uh, your, your forward line is just uh, really that good? It doesn't really matter how, how, how you move the ball. <laughs> I think there has been a bit, of a, a bit of a shift in how we do approach um, the ball into going into the forward line. Um, I think that we've worked a bit on structure – worked yeah. a bit on um, that pressure in the forward line and, you know, moving up the ground and then bringing it over the back, which we did yeah. a couple of times well against Melbourne. Yeah, um, yeah. I so think I think so. that's what we're – it's still obviously a work in progress. Um, and we've got a couple of really young players like Nilzi Yassir is in there doing her thing. She's a really avid, little, tenacious little forward and, and she's getting involved. And so I think, um, yeah, it, it's only going to continue growing in that regard. Yeah. No, that's yeah, that's uh, that sounds really good. So, your expectations are probably more of a rebuilding this year this year for Richmond. Yeah, personally, I I wasn't looking at finals as as a, a, a big possibility. Um, yeah. I was more more looking at you know we we won three games last year. Can we can we do the same? Maybe win a couple more this season, and just yeah. looking for that continued improvement. 
because mm. our top players like Mon Mon Conti and Ellie McKenzie being you know our top mids are so young it's it's really good to just sort of you know be excited and hope that they can do really well but um yeah, yeah I probably wasn't I'm not looking at it and going oh you know we should have been in finals contention at this point or anything like that yeah no, and that's that's fair enough too. So, yeah, I mean, do you think you like each year that you come in, like even though the wins don't reflect it so far this year, that you've sort of gotten taken little steps and gotten a little better each year as well? Oh, definitely. I mean, if you sat and looked at a game from the first season and compared it to even last weekend, it, it it's worlds apart, really. They've really yeah. come on. You can see the confidence. You can see um, the the belief that they've got now in in their ball movement, in their ability to make an impact on a contest. Um, yeah, I can mm-hmm. really see it. Uh, yeah, they've yeah. come a long uh, way. Yeah, and how how's your midfield been this year? Is it uh, has it has it held up pretty well against like uh, some of the good uh, midfields like Melbourne? I, I thought they were more they're they pretty good. They're pretty hard at it. So for uh, I mean Melbourne are just a different class. I think they're you know they'll be close <laughs> to the grand final this year. So they they sort of just blew you out in a, probably about a ten minute period, um, and that oh, was yeah. pretty game. Um, how has your midfield been in other games? Because I haven't watched Richmond every week, obviously. So yeah. <laughs> It's a bit tricky to get across all of the games, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, well, <laughs> um, Yeah, look, I, it's a bit of a tricky one because I think coming into the season, um, I was probably looking at, you know, the, the having Sarah Hosking, having um, Ellie McKenzie, of course, we didn't have Ellie for the first four. Yeah. Um, maybe there might have been a bit more support for Con- Monique Conti. They probably yeah. would have liked a little bit more consistency on that front, but I do think that there are still good signs there that it will build for the future. But unfortunately, yeah, injuries are going to be a bit of a bugger on that as well. But yeah, um, yeah it, it look, it's been it's been all right. I think it could have been. I think it could be better, but we'll be right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it. And like you said, you sort of. Uh... Your expectations are a bit of a rebuilding this year, and it's been hampered probably, you know, the last couple of weeks in particular by injuries. And, you know, they've only yeah, got a list I mean, of 30 players, really. So it doesn't, it's not like, um, and they don't play reserves football either, like AFL, you know, teams. No, too. that's a really big, that's a really big part of, you know, the, the AFLW landscape is that we don't have the, you know, the, the VFL running alongside the competition and, yeah. Yeah, and for Richmond, having a shared team as well is is also an interesting situation with our VFLW. Um, But, yeah, in terms of the midfield, I guess Ali McKenzie is going to be such a star. She was brilliant last year and, and she's, you know, she's had one game back. She didn't spend a lot of her time in the midfield. Yeah. Um, over the weekend, but um, yeah, the more games we get into into her, the the better off we'll be in that area. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and that's probably what you got to look at for the rest of the season. Like, look at it as a bit of experience for some of these girls, especially the younger group. Like you've already mentioned, a few that uh, are developing at the moment that um, they'll only be better for the run. I mean, you're going to have a, your midfield's going to get a really good challenge this week, so it'll, it'll be oh, yeah. interesting to see um, if they can hold up against probably one of the best midfields in a competition. Not to talk North Melbourne up too much, so. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, it's okay. It's yeah. all right. I, I, well, I know what we're getting into. I can't talk up the men's team, so last couple of years, so I can only talk up the women's team at the moment. So, yeah. yeah um, I understand, I understand. Don't worry. That's that's where my um, 
my ability to look for the positives is, of course, born from the first 28 years of my life looking for positives <laughs> in Richmond, the men's team. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, all, I'm, I'm all about the positives in our last couple of years, just trying to find the little wins, even you know, the quarter wins and stuff like that. So, yeah, no, mm-hmm. I definitely, yeah. but so uh, they've certainly made up for it the last few years. Uh, the, the men's team, so yeah, no, they've um, yeah, they've done really well, won a few flags, so yeah, it's all made up for it. the 20 odd 28 years of uh, your existence before that. So, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can't complain too much, I suppose. So like, I know you've mentioned uh, some of the players already, like you've mentioned a fair few. So who, who are some players that uh, are healthy this week that might give North a scare? <laughs> I liked your phrasing of giving North a scare um, yeah. because my phrasing for this game is that I'm scared of what North could do to us. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, to be honest, um, I'm pretty keen. I would like to see Megan Kylie get a game uh, this week. Okay. I know she was managed last week and she was the the captain for North and the VFLW. So it'd be good to see her her come in, maybe get a goal or two. That'd be nice, like she did against St Kilda in her first game. Yeah. Um, and, oh, look, it, it, it's it's going to be interesting because we've had, you know, different players sort of stand up at different times. We had Kate Dempsey, who is questionable this week, pop up a few weeks ago with, you know, best on ground almost with, you know, touches and goals and all sorts of things. And yeah. um, I think Gabby Seymour is always a threat. She's okay. tall, she's versatile, depends at the moment on which end of the ground we might play her with Poppy Kelly being back as well. Oh. Brought Poppy Kelly back in last week from injury and I think that she's someone to look out for in the ruck as well. Obviously, this week she'll have a very, very big challenge our rucks will have um, with the amazing Emma King. Yeah. But they will do their best. Um, yeah, that's all we can ask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all we can ask for. But um, yeah, yeah, a good challenge and a, a really good opportunity to come against, come up against a really quality, a really quality team. Yeah, I mean, Emma King's been. She played it a little bit forward last week. Oh, she probably has been last couple of weeks because we recruited our uh, Kim Rennie from the Bulldogs, so she's predominantly played in the ruck, and it just that gives us her ability to put King forward. And it come then, yeah, uh, the tall players don't get any shorter as the game goes on. Like uh, the midfields get no. uh, a bit slower and uh, a bit more tired, but uh, the tall tall girls, they um, yeah, they, they don't get any shorter. So yeah, it's it's definitely helped us. Oh. But um, yeah, I think, no. I, think um, I think Emma kicked three against us last year too she just dominated yeah. um so <laughs> yeah, they'll be no. on the, they'll, they'll have they'll have been looking at the footage this week i think yeah she definitely has her purple patches too she's um she's had spells where she's kicked like uh two or three goals in quarters and stuff like that she can be very dangerous especially if her midfield gets on top and gets the ball down there quickly because yeah she's quite a tall unit and um yeah if she reaches up and uh, goes for the market, there's going to be very few players that can spoil her. So we'll uh, we'll see we'll see how you girls go with that. But uh, yeah, what sort of like in saying that, what sort of game are you hoping for this week? Are you hoping for like a, a an open game where you got, girls can uh, you know put on a score like you have previously, or do you want a bit more of a contested game and a slow game and yeah, try and grind out a victory, a victory maybe even. Yeah, it's. Hope is an interesting is an interesting phrase because I always you know you'd love to see an open game but I think that a contested yeah. game is probably more along the lines of what we're going to get and it's probably more along the lines of what's going to give us the best chance. This yeah, week. I think it's going to be that really contested um, high intensity that we played at, against Melbourne and against Freo for the starts of those games. I think that's what we're going to see lots of. Lots of tackling pressure and probably quite a few stoppages. Um, that's probably probably our best chance, our best shot 
to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, try not to get on the like try not to get some of our girls on the outside, and yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, you never know. Like, it's at the end of the day, it's sixteen on sixteen uh, on a field and twenty-one, you know, five on a bench as well. So, if we sort of take the, you know, we've had a you know couple of decent performances last week where it's been quite grueling against Fremantle and even Carlton, mm. where it was quite hot. So, if we sort of go in underestimating um, Richmond, you never know. You can get your pants pulled down pretty quickly. Um, yeah, I remember. Yeah, you know, like the first, like the first game of the season, we played Geelong, and um, we were lucky to get away with the win. There, the only reason we won that game was probably because of our goal kicking. I think it was four goals two to two goals six, um, and Geelong mm. haven't won the game either. So, but um, yeah, if like you said, if you if you put a lot of pressure on a contest, you never know what can happen. So, yeah, no, it's um, it's going to be an interesting game. Uh, I think it's going to be another hot one. In, uh, I believe this on Saturday, like uh, twenty eight or twenty nine. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's um, right. Yeah, are we, are we heading over, which was exciting. Always, yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it's, I've, I haven't been to Punt Road for years. It's a good place to watch footy. Um, it, it has it has the real sentimental value for me yeah, as a Tiger fan. Like. Yeah, but yeah. it is, it probably could do with a little bit more shade for the fans, uh, playing at yeah. this time of year. Yeah, it makes it's it tough. That's uh, similar to Arden Street, not much shade. I went to Princess Park a couple of weeks ago, and that's that's actually a really good place to watch VFL uh, or AFLW football. Like they got the stands under mm. shade, um, yeah, and you get a good view as well. So yeah, yeah I mean, spot. but I don't mind a, like a suburban sort of uh, type of feel as well. So yeah, I'll definitely try and get down and uh, watch it. I'm not too sure at this stage; it's a bit fifty-fifty. So we'll see how we go. So do you think? Um, where do you think the game will be won or lost? Do you think? Um, like. Uh, you're hoping that uh, that the, that your midfield can get on top and you can sneak one past us, or or is there another way that you I might? Think, I, think the, I think the midfield battle is going to be key. I do think yeah. that. I think that. Um, I think that they will have had a really a really good look at the the performance this past weekend. It'll depend on who comes in. Um, if we when we do have some changes, but I think that the midfield they seem like a really determined group. And I think yeah. they will be really keen to get in and have a crack at this strong north midfield because I think it's – and I think that probably goes for the – I mean, it goes for the whole team. But I do think, yeah, yeah that midfield, they're going to be really determined and probably a lot of forward pressure. If we can get it forward and really lift that forward pressure, put the pressure on. Um, yeah. And the number one thing is don't randomly kick it to Jess Duffin. Right? <laughs> just, yeah. just, you don't have to kick it to her. You're not on her team. She's great. Yeah. We all love her. Don't get me wrong. We all love her. Stop yeah. kicking it to her if you're on the opposition. <laughs> yeah, no, sometimes I've had a bad habit of doing that this year, which is which has been uh, good for us. But um, we're sort of because she's so lovely and great. Like everyone just loves her, and they're like, oh, "I'll just give it to Jess." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm not too sure, but uh, she does have uh-huh. like she like we do play. We have been playing a bit of a zone sort of back line where um, even mm. Jasmine Ferguson sort of just uh, zoning off her opponent and just dropping the. A bit inside 50. So if we do get that long kick there, you got uh, Jasmine Ferguson or just stuff and just dropping off. And um, mm-hmm. a lot of teams seem to, I don't know, they seem to uh, pinpoint those girls at the moment. So I think it's um, just about lowering your very eyes. Very good readers of the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's just about lowering your eyes and just going for that 15 metre kick and just being patient with the football when you've got it instead of just, oh, well, I'll just go long down the line and hope for the best. So yeah, and Emma Carney has been playing in the back line for us um, this year as well. And she's um, yeah. definitely been very important, um, giving us a lot of uh, run and dash, which we sort of don't have 
like we besides her. So yeah, she's been very important for us uh, down back as well. So, anyways, Loz, um, what's your final? What was that? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh no, just yeah, I was saying with the run with. No, um, no, no, yeah, no, well that. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, it looks like she's she might be out with a hamstring by the looks of it. So yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh that's no good. So oh, you've uh, you've come with the latest news, which is good. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's, your, what's your final prediction for the game? Um, I think it's going to be a, a very tough contest. Yeah. Uh, I do think I do think it's going to be really tough for the Tigers, but. Uh, as I always like to say to my friends, I'm hoping for a good game with no injuries. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, let's uh, let's hope for a good game and a good win by North. So that's the main thing. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect you to. So yeah, no. Look, let's, have me, let's have Megan Kylie kick five. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that, that'll probably be enough to win a game. So yeah. Um, but, yeah, look, the main thing is we do get another good contest. Um, we've had plenty of them this year. And, yeah, no, mm, and it's, it's good. Right. Yeah, it'd be nice to have another sort of Melbourne versus Richmond game where it's just, a, you know, good for AFLW football in general. So, because, Absolutely. yeah, I mean, there was an article today from Mark Robinson sort of um, saying it's, you know, AFLW has waned. But uh, if you actually watch the games, you wouldn't think that at all. I think the standard has improved tremendously over uh, each year. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's in spite of a lot of things such as, you know, the scheduling and the, the part-time nature yeah. of the sport. I think that, yeah, once we once we start getting these athletes into full-time, yeah. giving them, you know, a proper consistencies and giving them the proper support that they need, yeah. it's only going to keep growing. And I'm loving it at the moment. Yeah. Love it a little more if the injury gods would be a little less nasty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But um, no, I'm yeah, I'm loving it, and yeah, I can't wait for more. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, and um, yeah, I mean, ho- hopefully, it only gets better when uh, all the teams get in the competition. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, this is my opinion, but I think the AFLW needs its own commission. I, I don't think uh, Gil McLaughlin or any of those others take it too seriously, and they don't seem to put much effort into it. So, um, oh, that's just my opinion, anyway. Do, I mean, do you think uh, AFL take it seriously? I know it's a bit well, of an on-the-spot question. It's probably, it's probably a little bit out of my my um, area of expertise. I probably don't know enough to yeah. comment on it properly. Yeah. Um, I, I'm also of the thought that, you know, we can always be doing more and trying more. Yeah. But, um, I am grateful for what we've had so far, but uh, yeah. definitely looking forward to uh, better and bigger things for the competition. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and hopefully um, they even go into the like a men's season a little bit. You know, they can play a few rounds there, you know, as a you know, pre-game for, as a pre-game to, like, uh, you know, the men's game. Like, uh, you know, they can play at 11 o'clock at Punt Road while the men's team play at 3 o'clock or something like that on a, on a Saturday. So, yeah, getting yeah. it, having it, yeah, and having that regular, consistent and not in the heat of summer would be good. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's the hard part. I really feel for these girls that have to play. That their only option is to play in the hot summer months of January in thirty plus degree days. So, and you, you know, you've seen Fremantle have played something like four games in sixteen days as well, which is um, yeah. Yeah, the, the workload is 
is, is it's a lot. We're asking a lot. Um, and the Bulldogs players as well, all the players who are coming back from COVID, I think as well. We're not. Yeah. There's not a lot of a lot of focus on the fact that these women, these people are they. You know, they've been ill. They've been unwell. Yeah. They're coming in and they're you know that has an impact. We 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 do know that the COVID leaves you with with fatigue. It leaves yeah. you with you know respiratory stress. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, it's all, it's all. There's all these different components that that need to be looked at um, as a whole. Yeah, hundred so. percent. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I mean, Emma Carney, I think, had it early in the season. She says she's still recovering from it. That was just a, a week or two ago. She says mm. she's still struggling with uh, fatigue and and so forth. So yeah, I mean, COVID hits uh, everyone differently, as we all know. So, and unfortunately, these girls. Um, we're told to play football right at the peak when we're getting, you know, 20, 20 odd thousand cases a day and stuff like that. So, yeah, where it's starting to cool off a bit now, not as many teams as getting it, but, um, yeah, it's still, it's still uh, played a significant part, uh, this season, uh, in the AFLW. I mean, you've seen, uh, teams, uh, had to postpone games because of it. So yeah, it makes yeah. it, uh, it's made it very tough, unfortunately. So, it's a it's another discussion, I suppose, uh, for another time. But um, yeah, I'll definitely recommend uh, any Richmond supporters or North supporters to get down and uh, watch the game. It should be a good game. Um, and yeah, definitely uh, get down and support the girls if you can, like Lauren is. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, thanks very much for coming on the show, Lauren. I really appreciate you coming on, and uh, I, I feel a little smarter and know a little bit more about the Richmond AFLW. <laughs> Yeah, no, Thank I really you so much for having me. I really appreciate the invite. No, no problems at all. Um, yeah, no. Uh, we'll uh, get you on again one time, maybe in the, in the grand final. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any time I can talk about Ellie McKenzie, I can talk about Ellie McKenzie for days. So, you know, don't even stress. <laughs> oh, okay. <Yeah. laughs> oh, sounds good. Uh, all right, Lauren, well, thanks very much for coming on the show and uh, have a great night. Oh, thanks, thanks for having me. No problems at all. Well, that was a fun chat with Lauren. Uh, she's definitely um, very optimistic and nothing wrong with that as well. Um, she's definitely seen the positive, even though the girls, their girls have only won one game and they've gone on a little bit of a losing streak, but there have been uh, circumstances with that. Unfortunately, uh, they've been hit with uh, a bit of an injury curse and a little bit of COVID as well, I think, has gone through the club so um, during the course of the season. Um, and that's it for today's show. Uh yeah, I will try and get to the game on Saturday. I'll see how it go. Uh, I might be a bit late if I do go down to the game, but I'll definitely watch the girls at some point. Um, and definitely try and get down if you can. So, yeah, I will do another show probably early next week, uh, just probably reviewing the performance against Richmond and probably catch up, touch up on a bit of the latest news as well. So I will leave a shout-out to Matthew Larkin. Bye for now.